another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the case of the Crown on the application of Gallagher Group Limited and the Competition and Markets Authority. And the citation for this case is 2018 UKSC 25. And we're back this week with a judicial review case and the public authority being challenged is the Competition and Markets Authority who used to be known as the Office of Fair Trading. In 2008, the Office of Fair Trading found that 13 companies, including Gallagher, the respondents in this case, had infringed the Competition Act 1998. But five of these companies entered into so-called early resolution agreements that are essentially like a plea deal in criminal law. In other words, the five companies admitted wrongdoing and cooperated with the proceedings. In return, the penalty imposed on these companies was greatly reduced. Interestingly though, this admission by the company does not stop them from appealing the final decision, although in that case the penalty imposed is likely to be substantially increased. The problems in this case began when the Office of Fair Trading entered into an agreement with one of the companies called TM Retail whereby TM Retail would enter into an early resolution agreement, but would get the benefit if any of the other companies appealed successfully to the Competition Appeal Tribunal. There is not really any official regulation of these sorts of deals, even though the internal guidance from the OFT talked about acting in line with principles of equality and fairness. In any case, we ended up with a situation where six of the companies appealed, and some of the others, such as Gallagher and TM Retail, went for the early resolution agreements. The appeal was successful, and so TM Retail got back in touch, citing the earlier agreement, and they got their money back from the OFT, as well as interest. As you can imagine, Gallagher were not exactly happy about this, as they were in the same position as TM Retail, but were not getting any money back from their early resolution agreement. That is the basis of the current case, and although the argument failed in the High Court, the Court of Appeal held that there was a public law duty to treat those under investigation equally, and so Gallagher should have got the same benefit as TM Retail. The Competition and Markets Authority appealed the case to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick it up. The justices began by noting that the principles espoused by the OFT of equal treatment and consistency might be a desirable objective, but they are by no means an absolute rule. To put it another way, the policy created a legitimate expectation, but that does not necessarily imply any specific legal consequences. It is true that procedural unfairness is a ground for judicial review, but that is not the same thing as the decision itself being unfair. Think about it this way. All of the companies who entered into an agreement knew that there was a chance that others might appeal, but it was only TM Retail who did anything about it by getting an assurance from the OFT. Whether this was fair or not is a different question, and Lord Sumption did note that the special treatment given to TM Retail was a mistake. But that does not change the fact that the respondents, like Gallagher, are trying to benefit from an agreement they never made. Agreements such as those relating to irrationality do not therefore play out because it is completely reasonable to pay out on an agreement that you did make 
and not pay out on, a, on an agreement that you didn't. Finally, Lord Briggs considered whether the OFT should have perhaps been true to its commitment to equal treatment, even if that meant offering the same deal to everyone. But he concluded that this was a policy decision rather than one that should be made by the courts. Overall, the final decision in the case does make sense, but it is hard to reconcile with what the average person would consider to be fair. Given the reasoning of the Court of Appeal, it is surprising that this did not attract more sympathy from the justices, and that the final decision was unanimous. Of course, the OFT did just in the end strictly abide by the agreements that it had made, but as Lord Sumption noted, this was a mistake, and yet there are no consequences for this mistake. The distinction that was drawn between procedural and substantive unfairness is a rather arbitrary one and does not hold up to close scrutiny. Realistically, the procedural unfairness ought to cover the entirety of the public authority's approach to this case, including the decision to enter into early resolution agreements that varied from one party to another. The case also offers the opportunity to talk in more depth about these agreements in general. On their surface, these make a lot of sense because they allow for cases to be resolved much sooner, making it cheaper for the public authority, and there is also the opportunity to get valuable evidence from parties. However, they are open to abuse, and this case is a prime example of that. Bespoke agreements can lead to unfairness, while significant reductions or increases to the punishment that are dependent on a company either accepting or declining the deal can lead to injustices such as innocent parties pleading guilty or guilty parties not being properly punished by the law. This is a real issue in the American criminal system at the present, where the number of plea deals is through the roof and penalties sit at an extreme end of the spectrum. If we learn anything from this case, it should be that while such arrangements are useful, they ought to be treated with caution in order to avoid abuse and should be properly regulated by statute. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to another edition of the podcast. As ever, if you do get a chance to rate and review the podcast on iTunes, that is always very much appreciated. In particular, thanks to Solicitor One and Just a Law Student, who took the opportunity to review the podcast very recently. That is very much appreciated, so thank you to both of you and your very appropriate names. I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!